everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Online Roadmap Podcast, which is WVU Online's own podcast series. This is Tammy, and today I am joined by Eric Miner. Eric is the Director of Student Careers and Opportunities with the Reed College of Media. Welcome to our show, Eric. Thank you so much for having me, Tammy. We are really excited to have you here today. Eric, would you give us a little bit of information about your background and your role here at WVU? Sure. I've been at the at the Reed College of Media for almost nine years now. Prior to that, I worked in broadcast television, and I'm a graduate of what was then the Pearly Isaac Reed School of Journalism. I graduated in 1995, worked for a couple of television stations in broadcast journalism, and then in 2013, got an online master's degree through WVU's uh, Integrated Marketing Communications Program and started to explore the idea of getting into education. And this job came open, and I was fortunate enough to land it. My role here at the Reed College college is to kind of day-to-day manage our internship program. But I also am a board-certified career coach and use that skill to assist students with answering big questions like, what am I going to do with this degree? Where am I going to go next? To helping them sort of figure out you know, where their entry-level job is going to be, and also working with our alumni to help them as they kind of make their way through the workforce. So that's it, that's it, that's it in, a, in a nutshell. I, I uh, am fortunate to be able to work with a pretty small college, and I get to interact with all of our first-year students during their first year as we start to talk about careers and professionalism and, of course, resumes. We kind of already got into the next question, but explain how a resume really should change over the years, you know, beginning even in right out of high school, going into college through graduation, and you've touched on some of the things that you can add into it, but would you elaborate on it a little bit more? Yeah, I I think you definitely want it to evolve and it sort of, it sort of slides with your, you know, your, your age is probably the wrong word, but your progression through professional life. And I have worked with a lot of students who believe that the minute that you get onto a college campus, you have to sort of jettison everything you've ever accomplished in high school. And that's not the case. I talk with lots of people in hiring positions who are really interested in talking to somebody that maybe was an Eagle Scout or had some role in student government. Certainly within the College of Media, students that are aspiring journalists who were editors of their school newspaper or anchors for their school newscast, that has relevance because it shows a a, a progression. What I usually tell students is that by the end of your sophomore year, we should start to think about replacing some of those high school experiences with more up-to-date experiences. And and that's... uh, Not that those are irrelevant or that they are embarrassing or that we shouldn't be thinking about our high school glory days, but hopefully by the time you reach the end of your sophomore year, maybe you've started to work at the the student newspaper here or you've gotten involved in the student-run advertising agency here and you have had the opportunity to replace those experiences with with new either student organizations or internship. And so the idea should be to kind of refresh constantly, not just once a year. Don't revisit your resume once a year, but revisit it all the time and constantly be updating it with the new the newest thing again it's a very journalistic approach to writing a resume but that that style is you know i think really works and and keeps it fresh so the next question i want to ask is just something for fun so tell us who your favorite college sports team is <laughs> well I feel like uh, I would have to answer the uh, WVU Mountaineers, but I, I that would be that would be true even if it weren't the the, the right thing to say on a WVU podcast. My parents are uh, both WVU graduates, so I was raised as a, a Mountaineer fan. I guess the um, 
the the way I'll try to make this answer interesting, more interesting, is that I'm a big fan of WVU's club hockey program. So it's not a varsity sport, but these are uh, men and women that are working very hard to represent the university in a really demanding sport that I happen to love. So I guess my answer would be all WVU sports, but with a special place in my heart for for WVU's D1, D2, D3, and women's hockey teams. We've touched on it a little bit, but are there any tips that you can give for targeting your resume to a specific job? Yeah, I mean, I kind of touched on it a little with the with the reading the job description as a call for help. And what you want to do, and this is especially important, by the way, if you're applying for positions online, many resumes will pass through what's called an applicant tracking system or applicant tracking software, which is an algorithm that's going to be looking for keywords. And so, you know, you want to be really careful. You don't want to just repeat back the keywords that you see in the job description. But what you want to do is make sure that you are answering their question. So if you see a job description that says, must have experience with this piece of software or must have experience working in high pressure situations. Read those as as almost as interview questions. Tell me about how you learned how to use the software. Tell me about a time when you performed under a high pressure situation and try to reflect that in the bullet points of the the resume. So, you know, this is the other thing too. We we talked about what jobs to include. The bullet points that you include beneath each experience or your educational experience or your volunteer experience or whatever else you're, you're calling on need to reflect relevance and not just to get past the, the resume scanning software, but again, to present yourself as a solution to the problem that is stated in the job description. So if you're filling your resume full of things that you feel are are you know expected um, of you, but they don't necessarily connect to the job description, then you're probably not positioning yourself as well as you could. This comes up a lot when we talk about how do I include a job maybe in retail or a job in the service industry or a job that, you know, I always tell people I was a, a dishwasher in a cafeteria when I was a, a college student. And, and did I include that on my resume? I did because I wanted to show them that I was was industrious enough to be working my way through school, but I didn't need to give them the minutia about the dishwashing machinery that I operated or, or, or that sort of thing. Although I as an aside, it did come up at one point in an interview for a job in television, and it was a job that I eventually got. They asked me, you know, tell us about your first job outside of journalism. And I, it was operating this industrial dishwasher, which required me to be feeding, you know, dirty dishes into this machine and then getting them out the other side in a timely manner. And I said, that's really where I learned multitasking. And, and it was, it was sort of a, you know, it was it was it was one of those moments that we all kind of got found humor in it because it was not directly related. Of course, they don't need me to wash wash dishes in a television newsroom, but it was it was one of those things that I could say that you know, yes, you don't need me to operate a dishwashing machine, but what you need me to do is to be able to focus on multiple demands that are coming at me from multiple angles and not break the dishes. And so that you know that worked. So yeah, just be asking yourself, you know, if if you had a customer service position, does operating the cash register really reflect your ability? to interact and be a good customer service person? Or is there something else that we could touch on that really is transferable to the job at hand? And so those customer service skills, those those people skills, those quote unquote soft skills that are essential to being a good retail worker or, or working, gosh, working in construction, working in, in landscaping. I mean, any of the kind of summer jobs that we've had, babysitting, summer camps, you know, talk about those, those life skills that you gain from that. And that's how you really make those things shine. So Eric, I cannot thank you enough for meeting with us today. And I feel like we covered a lot of great information that I think will really help out students as they're looking at their resume and as they're looking to the future. 
So thank you all for joining us today. I hope you turn into future podcasts. Have a great day.